Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So what a joy it is to bring a message on the last Sunday of 2018. Oh, shifting gears, moving into 2019 with great expectation. And you know what? It's just going to happen overnight. Isn't it amazing? Like you, like Christmas is done and dusted. I've still got my tree up. I'm just trying to hang on to a little bit more Christmas. And uh, we drove down to Kings Beach and looked at uh, Queen Street where we used to live in the apartments. And they've still got all the lights up. So I took photos and I'm just trying to make it last a little bit longer because I love the Christmas season. But you know what? It's going to go. And we're going to move swiftly into 2019 before you know it. It moves in and we're on and it's, it's all happening. So by the Spirit, the message I have tonight is called joy, which my definition of joy, I didn't find it in the dictionary or anywhere else, but my definition of real joy is a deep sense of well-being. Just a de- I think you can tweet me on that. <laughs> this depth of it is well with my soul. I read the story of that song of, uh, oh my goodness, it's an incredible story. I won't go in it. But it is well with my soul, even in the midst of turmoil. That's what joy is, a deep sense of it's going to be okay. God's got this. God's got me. And I'm going through to the other side. Now, where we're singing the song, Peace Be Still, Say the Word and I Will, you know, that's a beautiful song. But I was reminded that the Holy Spirit was saying to me, you say the word and I will. You say what you desire according to my will and it will be so. Because this book is filled and packed with promises that are as real as when they were written to the believers thousands of years ago. And so when I read my Bible and I read the scriptures and they come alive in my spirit, then I can, I can live off this word. I can, I can eat it and ingest it and meditate on it and believe it and step out on it. Just like Peter stepped out of the boat on Jesus' word when he said, come. And so the circumstances in our life that produce storms are meant to take us, shake us out of um, our faith so that we just drop the ball. And it's not God that doesn't come through. And I, you know, I just hear this in somebody's people's thinking, but Kathy, I've waited so long, such a long time for this promise and it hasn't come through. Don't fall for it. It's a lie that the enemy throws at you to, to put you off and to um, stop belief because Jesus said, only believe. Faith is simple. It's only belief. Believe what? Believe what God said. So your marriage has failed. Does that mean that God doesn't have something wonderful or someone wonderful for you in the future? I was there and look what God brought me my hubby and we all know he had hair back there joy a deep sense of well-being in your world now the word world means means cosmos cosmos means the order of things so in your world so if anything's out of order 
You can speak order into it. You can declare into it and it will come into order like an alignment, chiropractic alignment. And that's what God is doing. And I know the questions. Why so long? Why haven't they been saved yet? Why hasn't my healing manifested yet? Why haven't the doctors told me that it's A-OK? Why am I going through this? Well, let's find out. So the cosmos, the order of things. Now look at this scripture in Psalm 89 verse 15. It says in the New King James, Blessed are the people who know, everybody say no. Look at that. The joyful sound. So joy has a sound. And it's not whinging and moaning and complaining like we heard this morning. Beautiful message of thankfulness from Pastor Teresa. You need to listen to it. Because joy sound declares and praises and blesses and and speaks life. Um, The joyful sound. They walk... Oh Lord, in the light of your countenance. You see, when you're walking in joy, God's countenance, God's presence is is all around you. Because Jesus said, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Incomprehensible pain, torture that he went through for the joy of this. Of you. For the joy of you. Being in the house of God. Even with your pain, you're here tonight. Give yourselves a big clap. Come on. Yay. In your name, Jesus, they rejoice, if I had an emphasis, all day long. Not just in the morning, not just at night time, not just when it's going great, but all day. I rejoice in the Lord, always. I rejoice. And again, Pastor Jeremy last week told us that joy was a fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit that's been placed in you if you're born again. But you and I cultivate it by doing things, not by works, but just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing today. I'm going to praise today. Oh my gosh, look at that bill. Oh, hallelujah. You know, when I first learned these principles, every time a bill would come to us, we'd say, Praise God, paid in full in Jesus' name. Or we get a text or a phone call or whatever. We'd say, good news, expecting good news. Was it always good news? No. But hey, it's okay. It's good. So, and in righteousness, they are exalted. We are lifted up because we've been made right with God. We get exalted. We get lifted up. We get lifted up like the wind beneath my wings song. Love lifts us up when we belong. You know, the Holy Spirit comes and lifts us up in our pain, through our pain, our challenges. It's no surprise that we all face challenges and trials and opposition, right? We're in the world, but we're not of it. You are strange, Rachel. You are peculiar, girl. I'm saying it because the Bible says we're peculiar people. We do not, (laughs) we're not ordinary. We don't live like the world lives. They worry so much. The Bible says we're not allowed to worry. It's It's just incomprehensible, the benefits of knowing Jesus. 
that he can take our cares and our burdens and we can, we can give them over to him because he cares for us and we can walk free. I remember when Elizabeth, our daughter, was, uh, I need to give her some money, Isaac, tell her I'm telling stories about her. Um, when she was a teenager and she was out with her friends and I knew stuff was going on, I knew she was out there on the edge and um, Holy Spirit told me exactly where she was and what she was doing. So she was in the park with the boys. So she walked in, came home, and I said, oh, so how was the park? She's like, okay, good. I said, who are you with? Oh, Nicole. And I said, who were those blokes? Who were those boys? She's like, what? Did you follow me? I'm like, nope. God told me. She's like, oh, man, I can't do anything. She told her friends, I can't do anything. My mum, God tells mum everything. I, it's awesome, isn't it? And he, because he loves our kids so much, he will tell you, and you need to just blow that thing out, you know, just reveal God. All right, so what if you've hit the wall? in some way, shape or form, facing obstacles and challenges? What if you are suffering persecution for your faith? What if you're going through financial difficulties or health problems or you're suffering from spiritual oppression? That's a real thing. You can't, there's no diagnosis for it. You can't kind of, it's just this heaviness and it's like, I can't shake this darkness. What is? It's a spiritual oppression. And God wants to lift that off you tonight. And he wants to set you free tonight. We're going to have an altar call in a moment and get everything off you. So like in 2019, you're light and bright. I was once um, preaching at home church. I love preaching. It's the best place to preach. And I was just doing my thing and I was preaching and I said, oh, I just feel like Tigger. I feel like I'm Tigger tonight. And unbeknownst to me, there was a couple visiting the church and this guy had said to himself, if that preacher, whoever it is today, mentions the name of my dog, I will stay in that church. So I'm like, oh, I feel like Tigger. Guess what his dog's name was? <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> You're funny, Jeremy. Tigger. Now, they live on the Gold Coast now, so they're not in our church. But you know what? God's blessing them so much. I'm so blessed by having them as friends. If you have health problems, if you've, you have a disability or a special need, you know, one of the greatest joys in the last month Brennan and I ministered to special needs children for the first time. We had a room full of the most gorgeous children. And when I say children, some of them were like adults, but very childlike. And so I've got this little Down syndrome and a um, little guy and uh, ministering, leading worship. And they're just, they got their tambourines and their, their spirit ribbons. <laughs> Do you remember those? Some of you, yeah, yeah. And they were dancing and it was, it was mayhem. There was one boy doing a, a, a 360 spin supernaturally. I mean, like he was going on the spot like a top. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And so I've got this little guy in the front stand up. 
Yeah. And he's just looking at me like, yeah, he loves me. And I'm dancing with him. And he's just smiling at me. (laughs) And just having... You can sit down, thanks. And I thought, what a joy. The kingdom of heaven is made up of such little ones like these with special needs that don't fit in the crowd, that don't have seemingly a place, but God has a place for every single person. Amen. So here we go. If you're treated like a social outcast, you don't quite fit in. You might have... You might be just coming off drugs and you are like edgy and nervous and you're not quite, you know, you think everybody else here has got it together. Hands up if you ever... No, 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 no. (laughs) We are not what we seem. If we could sit down and share our stories with one another, jaws would drop. You did what the... And God says, I love you. Doesn't matter what you've done. I'm here. I love you. I died for you. I've got a future and a hope for you. Choose me, Jesus says. Pick me to be your saviour and your God. I'll never let you down. People will let you down. Whether intentionally or unintentionally. But Jesus, there's no joy without Jesus. There is no joy. Everything is so temporal without Him. And look at this scripture in James, in the Amplified Bible. James is the half-brother of Jesus. But James didn't get saved until Jesus had died and gone to, uh, uh, resurrected and His half-brother, all through Jesus' ministry, didn't believe. But here he is now, a believer, writing a book, his book. And it said, he says, consider it nothing but what? Joy. I've got a different version. Mine's the amplified version. I'll read mine. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters. Whether you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of a faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace and let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and complete developed in your faith lacking in nothing so the trial the tests that you and I go through are going to develop patience and you're like, yeah, I don't want, who wants it? But I'm telling you what it's going to do in the long run. I'm turning 60 next year. I'm so excited. I'm going to party all year long. Yeah, because it's the year of the party. I intend to lead hundreds of thousands of people to Christ next year. What are you going to do? Now, I, when I was younger, I, I, I didn't have a dream. I didn't know what I was going to do. But through the trials and the tests and the things that God has done, now it just places in me this hunger to reach the world. And, and, and 
our app goes live in about two weeks, which means in America alone, we're reaching 75 million homes. In Jesus' name. You'll be there, Piata, because you're on the show. And yes, many others are on the show. Okay, what have I got? Is that the whole deal? Four minutes. Jesus, help me. Okay, I was going to tell the story. Could I have my backpack? And, and, and then you just got to get saved, all right? So we're going to do it quick. All right, so the story, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just narrate it. There's, there's eight kilos in here, right? And this is the story of the woman in Luke. Where is it? Luke 13, 10. She's bent over 18 years. 18 years walking. Obviously, when she sat down, she could see things. But however long it took for her and that condition to end up totally doubled and bent. There's eight kilos in here. This backpack represents the burden, the burden of affliction. She carried that for 18 years. And then can you imagine, all she's seeing is dirt and feet and people's feet. And then Jesus, he's right there. She can't even see him. But he stops her and he says, woman, stand up. The burden is lifted instantly free. They're potatoes. I'll cook them tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, that feels so good. She stands up and for the first time, face to face, she sees God. Have you seen God face to face? Have you met him face to face? Immediately, she looked up into the eyes of her Savior, her Lord. And the scripture goes on to say, you know, there were judgmental Pharisees there saying, what are you doing healing on a holy day? I tell you, I hate religion. But the crowd, and this is what I want to say to you, this year coming, the party year, it says, where is it? As he was saying this, to the Pharisees, all his opponents were being humiliated and the entire crowd was rejoicing over all the glorious things that were done by him. Rejoicing over all the glorious things that have been done by him. I feel like dancing over you people, you young people, for the glorious things that he's done in you. Some of you I've known since you were little people. Some of you, I was there at your birth. This is my grandson. You'll get some money too after this. I kissed him a hundred times on his forehead when he was born. My son-in-law handed him to me. He said, cut the cord. I got to cut the cord. And then I kissed him a hundred times and I prophesied over him. What is joy about? Sitting next to your beautiful daughter and celebrating life. What is joy? Simple things, big things. But I want to say this. There's about to be a party in heaven because I'm about to invite anyone in here tonight. Band, can you come up? Anyone that's in here tonight that has never, ever called upon the name of Jesus to be saved 
If you can't answer that question, have I, have I called on Jesus with a yes, then you must be part of this prayer because God wants to answer every question you have with his love. And he's going to remove a burden of sin from your life. And he's going to take your dead spirit that doesn't even understand the things of God and give you a brand new spirit of life. In an instant, he did it with me when I was 15. All I said was, Jesus, I choose you. Jesus, I believe you died for me. Just close your eyes for a moment, everybody in the house of God. If that's you tonight, if you're carrying the weight of sin, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of God's standard. None of us could reach God's standard in our own merit. But Jesus made a way for us to come to the Father through the cross. That's where he bore. He took upon himself your shame, your guilt, your pain, your addictions. And he died a cruel death, sinless man, all God and all man. And he took it upon himself so you would not have to be punished. There is a judgment at the end of our lives. And those who are in Christ will be judged righteous and rewarded for what we do with our life after salvation. So at the sound of my voice, if you've never given your heart to Jesus Christ and said, I want to live your, your way, God, not mine, I'm going to ask you in a moment just to put your hand up and I'll acknowledge it and you can put it down. There might be people here that you've once followed God, but you know tonight there's a chasm between you and God and it wasn't God that walked away, you walked away and you want to come back to Him. You can join in this prayer. Or if you need assurance that you're going to make heaven, if you died tonight, would I be in heaven? You need to say this prayer. So with eyes closed, I'm going to ask you on the count of three just to put your hand up and say, Kathy, I want to join in this prayer that you're going to pray in a moment. One, two, three. Hand up. Yes, I see your hand. Yes, I see your hand. Yes, down the back, I see your hand. You can put your hand down once it's gone up. Is there anyone else? There's three people that have responded so far. You feel the weight of conviction. You know it's you. Oh, I tell you, you're about to get set free by the blood of the Lamb. Is there anyone else? Just put your hand up in the air and say, Kathy, I want to join this prayer. I want to give my life. I want to trust God with everything I am. Is there anyone else tonight? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Those people that, that put your hand up, I'm going to lead in a prayer. But why don't we all say this prayer from our heart? Because we're not talking to anyone but God. And let's help those three people. Say this after me. God in heaven, I thank you for sending Jesus 
to save me, to forgive me, to die for me, to take away my sin. Jesus, I choose you to be my God. I renounce the devil and all his works. And I turn to you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill me up. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Come on, let's party. Woo! Awesome. Come on. Glory to God.